Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we are all so happy that you're all here together in the Lord. Amen? We want to offer a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Internet Church. We are Protestant and non-denominational and an international ministry. And we want to invite you to join us in our chat room. Our chat room is located on our webpage, and our webpage is miracleinternetchurch.com. When the page comes up on your computer, on your tablet, across the banner you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Please do click that link, and uh, when the page changes, click Guest. When it changes again, sign in with one of the names that are on your birth certificate. And with your greeting for the saints, and the saints will respond to you in the love of God. Amen. If you're on a cell phone, Android or um, otherwise, you may do the same. When you use your browser to locate uh, MiracleInternetChurch.com, when the page comes up, across the banner you'll see three white lines against a black background three white lines, and they will open all the other links to you. You may go down the page and see uh, Miracle MSC Radio Chat. Click that and sign in and say hi to the saints. And I'm certain they'll love to hear from you. Amen. It's getting kind of chilly these days, and maybe that's good. Maybe that's good. Mm. Excuse me. Amen. Maybe that's good. We've had some some very warm days in the past few months. And maybe it's good to have a change, a change in the weather and a change in us too. God is seeking a change in his people. You see, we're in the we're in the end times. There's some people that think the end times are going to come. Um, them times are already here. And as we progress through this season of life and this dispensation of grace, we need to make sure that our repentance remains current at all times. You see, the Lord can come whenever. And we need to be ready when he comes. The Lord can come whenever. And we need to be ready when he when he comes. So I would encourage everyone to keep your repentance current. Amen? Keep your repentance current. It's important. It's important. When things happen and things do happen suddenly, it's important that you're in right standing with God. Amen? It is important. People 
unfortunately take the grace of God for granted. And that doesn't work well. So just a word to remind you that that's really what we ought to do. We ought to keep our repentance before the Lord very, very current. You see, life changes in split seconds, and I believe we're all aware of that. But we forget about it sometimes. Pastor's just reminding you uh, to be very watchful during this season and to keep your repentance current because you do not know what the next few seconds may bring. None of us do. Amen? Amen. So, also, I've noticed that they are, A lot of saints, not just limited to this ministry, but a lot of saints, who when they begin to pray, it's like they're talking to the wind. You see, when you begin to pray, you need to address the deity to whom you're speaking. It's just as simple as if you begin a conversation with a person. You greet them. You use their name. And so when you are approaching God, you need to you need to call him by his name. He has a name, and you need to use that. Amen? You can't uh, talk to God like you're talking to the wind. The question would be, well, who are you talking to? And I know some of us have never thought about it that way. But now is the time to do that. And you'll notice that in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room, when I enter a prayer, I begin it with Heavenly Father in the name of Jesus, because that's how Jesus taught us to pray in the scriptures. As you read through the Gospels, you will see that. So we need to address our Heavenly Father. We need to address the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to address the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. So that's a note that uh, that we need to take into consideration because it's disrespectful, really, to, you know, talk to God like, hey, y'all. That's not the same. He's not, hey, y'all. Amen? He's God. He's God Almighty. He's the King of kings and Lord of lords. Is the creator. So when we approach him and address him, we need to show due reverence and respect. And when we pray, we need to address him. Now, everyone didn't grow up learning this. But just because you didn't learn this growing up doesn't mean you can't make the change now. Amen? Just because you didn't know this before or this wasn't a part of your life before doesn't mean you can't make the adjustment. Amen? Amen. When you learn better, you do better. Amen? So I pray that everyone is ready for that adjustment. Uh, Also, I'm going to repeat something that I've said on many occasions and Perhaps you were one of the persons that missed it or you just forgot it. In the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room, we do not agree with prayer requests. No, that's not how we do that. In the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room, 
we come into agreement with the answers, solutions, adjudications, decisions of the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Their decisions, their interventions, their answers and solutions in regard to the prayer request and the scriptures that have been listed with the prayer request. That's what we come into agreement with. We come into agreement with God, not the prayer request. So when you write your agreements in, your remarks should reflect that, that we're coming into agreement with the Lord with his answers and solutions and adjudications. What's an adjudication? When you go to a judge, he makes a decision. It's called an adjudication. The intervention, what God does about it, whatever the Godhead decided, whatever their answer and solution to the prayer request is, that's what we're agreeing with and with the scriptures. Amen? So I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So that's about all for, you know, house cleaning. I pray that whatever plans you're, amen, uh, that you're making for um, the upcoming Holidays, I'll say, because all these different groups have their own little holiday uh, for whatever reason that is. I don't know, but that's just the way it is. I hope that you have uh, completed your preparations. If you have not, please don't feel hurried. Take your time. Relax. Don't get all twitted out, you know. Just take it easy. If you get finished, fine. If you don't get finished, fine. Just do your best. That's all. That's all God requires. Don't get all tied in knots because this isn't done by this particular time and this and this and this. No, 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 no. Let that go. Cast your burden upon the Lord and he'll sustain you. If it's finished in time, fine. If it's not, finish it later. That's my motto for this year. Amen. I'm not going to rush trying to do a thing. It does not help. And usually when I do that, when I attempt to rush to get everything done by when I think it ought to be done, I end up making a mistake. I'm not going to do that anymore. I decided that last year. I'm just going to do it as I can get it done. And when I get finished, I'm done. And that's that. And I hope that you will come to those conclusions as well. I figure if people love you, they'll understand. If they don't love you, it doesn't matter anyway. All right? So let's everybody just relax and enjoy and celebrate the holiday, celebrate our Savior, celebrate his life for us, and have a good time. Amen? And have a good time. Celebrations have their place in life, and they they change the atmosphere, at least they're supposed to, and they bring a brightness and a joy that may have waned before. 
Amen? We have a different point of view during a celebration. You know, the Bible uh, called for the, the Hebrews to celebrate from time to time. God set up celebrations for certain times, and they were supposed to do certain things, and these celebrations had meaning. Well, we don't live under that system, but we still celebrate. Amen? And it's a good time. It's the time to forget about all the problems and all the issues and all of that. It's a time to enjoy being alive and to be appreciative of what God has done in our lives, in the lives of others, to look forward to what God is doing. It's a good time to reflect on how blessed we really are in spite of everything. It's a very good time to look back and reflect on how blessed we have been. And to know that God is here to take care of us and to protect us and to provide for us. So whether you have or whether you don't have isn't the issue unless, you know, you it happens to be your birthday too. You know, there's some people that it's their birthday. It's actually the day they were born. But it's not about what you have or what you don't have. It's who you have in your life. Is Jesus Christ the center of your life? If so, you have everything already. Amen. You have absolutely everything already. And that's a point of celebration too. So yeah, we uh, this is a good time to talk to your neighbors if they speak to you and say Merry Christmas and smile and wave. Amen to get into a deep conversation about who knocked the mailbox over. That's just not important at all. Just smile and wave and enjoy the presence of people on the earth. Amen? That's what I'm going to do. It's going to be very simple. And I think sometimes that's what we need. Simple. A little less hectic. Some good food, good company. And enjoying life. So I pray that this upcoming holiday season for you will be all that the Lord has ordered. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. It's a blessing, saints, to know the love of Christ. Amen. And to be filled with the fullness of God. Heavenly Father, we love you. And we desire to be filled with all your fullness. Therefore, we bow our knees to you, God our Father and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and in earth is named. Grant to us, according to the riches of your glory, that we would be strengthened with might by your Spirit in our innermost being. We pray for Christ to dwell in our hearts by faith so that we, being rooted and grounded in your love, will be able to comprehend and really get with all the saints the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height of his love. 
Father, enable us to know and experience the love of Christ, which surpasses all human knowledge and understanding. We ask that you fill us with all your fullness. Thank you for always being present with us. Thank you, Father, that you do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to your power that works within us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, in a few days we're going to begin seeking your face as a body of Christ, as a church. And we ask, Father, that you set aside this time, that you sanctify this season. It's brief, but it's powerful if we allow it to be. We ask that you speak to each member of Miracle Internet Church, that you touch our hearts, Lord, with your truth, with your love, and with your power, and that you show us the truth that we need to know so that we won't be deceived by the enemy any longer or maybe by our own presumption. Help us, Lord, to grow in our understanding and in our knowledge, not only of your word, but what you really want us to be and do. Help us to see things your way, Lord. Most things we have a tendency to follow our own thoughts and our own emotions. But we're changing. We're not going to stay the same. We've decided that we're going to follow you. And in order to do that, we must follow you in the spirit of truth. So we celebrate the truth. We celebrate your word manifested in our lives. We thank you, Lord, for every every time that we actually get to give praise to your attributes through our lives, that our own lives praise your attributes. We want you to get the glory. Yes, we have requests during this season. But we are seeking your faith. Thank you for the changes that will come in us as a result of the time that we spend together and the interfacing that will take place. We need to fellowship with you, Lord. Life is busy and hectic and troubled, but we need you. And we want to spend time with you. We thank you, Lord, for birthing in us that that we don't know about yet and for bringing us to become the saints of the Most High God that you have always desired for us to be. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. There we go. Amen. Father, we we also want to thank you for our sister who uh, went through her procedure and everything went just fine. Thank you. Thank you very much. We want to thank you for our other sister who's doing so much better. Thank you, Lord. Thank you very much. We want to thank you, Lord, for those that are attempting uh, to obtain proper housing for themselves, for the success and victory in spiritual warfare that you're affording them. Thank you, Lord. For those that are seeking employment during this season, if you live in the U.S., the United States Postal Service is always hiring. But we want to ask for your favor, Lord, in that area as they seek to find the place that you have for them. For those of us, Lord, who are paying off debts, you know, earlier this year you told us to get busy on that. For those of us who are paying off debt and becoming more debt-free every month, Lord, we want to thank you for progress. We want we celebrate the progress that we're making, Lord. For those of us that are making major purchases, Lord, provide us with the knowledge and wisdom we need to do it to please you. Amen? Whatever the situation may be, some of us have challenges, very, very specific challenges. Help us, Lord, with them. Help us. Help us to be the people of God that we claim to be. We claim that Jesus lives in us and that he teaches us and provides for us and all the wonderful things and blessings that are ours. Let us live our testimonies. Amen? And, Lord, as we go through this season, We ask that you send someone across our path that we ought to witness to and prepare us, Lord, for the witness so we'll be listening to the Holy Spirit and yield our vessels that the work of God may go forth in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for that. Lord, we pray also a blessing for all of those who serve us. All throughout the year, there are people that do their routine jobs that require them to serve us. We ask you, Lord, to bless them. They've been a blessing to us. We ask you to bless them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. They have been a blessing to us, so we ask you to release your blessings to them. I was in a restaurant uh, a few days ago, Lord, and the young lady was so pleasant. She was. She did everything she knew to do to serve me and to please me. And I wish more people were that way, Lord. There used to be. 
help everybody to realize that we need to share the love of God that's in us with everyone else. People need God's love. They need a smile. They need some cheer. They need your joy and your peace and your righteousness, Lord. So help us to be the carriers of you around the world, helping everyone to receive of your love. Because, Lord, everybody needs love. Everybody needs love. And with those that we live with, Lord, help us to actually show the love of Jesus to those that we live with. Amen? Sometimes we take these people for granted all day long. So, Lord, forgive us for that and help us to show how much we really do care. We give you praise. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take the shield of faith and all the other armament, all the other armament of God, and we wear it, Lord, in service to you. We wear it in service to you. Help us not to be so self-centered, you know. Everybody gets in that rut every blue moon, Lord, but help us not to be. Amen? Help us not to be. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper, Lord. And, Lord, let no unwholesome words proceed out of our mouth. Help us to keep our mouths shut when we need to keep our mouths shut. Because our mouths are supposed to minister grace to the hearer. So help us, Lord, if we're not ministering grace, to just zip it. Amen? You are a shepherd and we shall not walk. And you've supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory, so we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we cast all of our cares upon you, Lord all of our cares, because you care for us. Thank you for helping us to walk in divine health. Wherever we are now, it's better than where we were. Wherever we are in the progression of divine health, thank you, Lord, for where you brought us to, and thank you for where you're taking us. We give you praise, Lord. Sometimes progress is slow, but it's steady. It's consistent. Thank you, Lord, that things are actually getting better. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, decisions, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, with his agents, and with his wicked powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access, 
to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them in all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks. And we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, technology demons in their attacks, leviathan spirits in their attacks, brainwashing and kundalini spirits in their attacks, water and marine spirits in their attacks, sex devils in their attacks, unclean spirits in their attacks, passive devils in their attacks. Sorcery devils and their attacks. Artificial intelligence, smart dust, seducing, womanizing, drone spirits, whoredom spirits, and their attacks. All the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer we bind. We bind all the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over illegal surveillance in the name of Jesus Christ. Eruda, ki rishidere de osura, barugulele akishe rigelele de osunda, runge de la brocha de diosuta de brike de diosulara, ruke de brisha de diosulana diaka. Father, we ask that you bring it to the attention of the authorities who ought to be moving by your spirit to deal with the situation according to the word of God and according to the laws of the land. We thank you for it being found out, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Not a hidden situation, but obvious and clear of what has been taking place. We ask, Father, for an arrest to be made. Thank you, Jesus. We ask for an arrest to be made. We ask for a prosecution to take place. We ask for the proper sentencing to be brought, and we ask for justice to be done and to be served, Father, in the name of Jesus. This is illegal in heaven, and it's illegal in the earth. We have laws against this, Father. And so we thank you for intervening on our behalf, Father, and all peepers, all uh, spies, all who surveil us that have no right to do so. It's illegal. We ask you, Lord, for justice in these situations in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. That uh, demonic monitoring that's been going on. We blind eyes that ought not to see. We take away their viewing in the name of Jesus. Even those that are mirroring in our cell phones. We take authority, dominion, and power over all such wicked works in the name of Jesus, and we bind them in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for uncovering all the wickedness, all the evil, all the dirt, all the that the enemy is up to. He's quite busy. 
And we thank you for uncovering him. And not only uncovering him, but arresting him and prosecuting him to the fullest extent of the law. Lord, we've had several murders on another side of town in the last two weeks. And we ask you, Father, to, to, to arrest the murderers. They've been running around shooting at people. We ask you, Father, to arrest them and send them where they belong, to the confinement that you call them to. Because they're a detriment to society. So, Father, we forgive them for their wicked works. We ask you to heal those, Father, that have been injured and to heal the hearts of the families where persons have lost their lives. We ask you to heal the community. They're scarred and bruised from this. But, Lord, we ask you to save as many souls as you can, as many as will allow you to save their souls. We ask you to do so in Jesus' name. We ask, Father, that you apprehend those who ought to be apprehended. Send forth your angels, Father, to assist in such matters so that our community will be safer for people to just go to the store and mind their own business. We thank you and we give you praise. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over the scams that are going on on the Internet, and calling people, prying into people's private matters, and many times elderly persons are unsuspecting or just don't know about these things, and people are calling them asking for their personal information. So, Father, we thank you for uncovering every evil, wicked work. And we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, they pretend that they are representing government organizations, and they are not. They're scammers. They're liars. They're thieves, and they're cheats. So we ask that you put them behind bars where they, where they ought to be, where they deserve to be. Thank you, Lord, for law and order according to heaven's dictates in Jesus' name. We lift up to you, Lord, those that attack us in the spirit realm. They have unclean lives and unclean behavior. We return to sender every attack in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack must go back in Jesus' name. We forgive them, but the attack goes back. You have you, you've told no one that they had your permission to use supernatural powers illegally to attack Christians. That's not in the Bible. But there is that you avenge us. So we thank you, Father, that you honor your word in Jesus' name. We thank you. We thank you that the Bible says it's a righteous thing for you to send them trouble because they are troubling you by troubling us. So, Father, we thank you for your protection. Uh, we lift up our sister's son that I prayed with on the phone the other day, and I pray that your relationship, his relationship with you is all the bettered in Jesus' name. 
you for uh, breaking through the deception that he has learned in this life and the untruths about you that he may have. We ask you, Father, to save his soul and to heal his body and to restore him to righteous living in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you very much. Now, Lord, we have family members that are going to be partying during this season. We ask that you protect them. We place them under the blood of Jesus. We ask that you keep them, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over their use of intoxicants in Jesus' name. And we bind that up. We bind that up in the name of Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of Jesus over everyone's life that they may endanger by their sinful behavior in Jesus' name. We want to ask you, Lord, to help them. Help those would-be victims and help the perpetrators. So we thank you, Father. We thank you and we give you praise. We ask you, Father, to make us more aware when we're out in public, to keep our personal matters to ourselves. People are stealing folks' ID by using technology to read our credit cards and our driver's licenses and everything else under the sun. So, Father, help us to be more aware. We plead the blood of Jesus over all of our information, whether it's on a computer or someplace else. Father, help us to keep our eyes on our account. This is the season where people seem to think this is the best thing. You're so busy spending money, you won't notice if you miss a little here or there. Yes, you do, because we're going to be watchful as you taught us to be in the name of Jesus. We're going to check those receipts and make sure they're right and that we weren't overcharged in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us alert during this season, not so caught up with what we think we need to do, but we're paying attention to what's important. Thank you, Lord. Father, we have some relatives that are not necessarily in the very best of health. We ask, Lord, that you help them with that. Help them, strengthen them in the name of Jesus. Help them, Lord, to see the need to do what they're asked to do. If it's eating, that they, they need to eat. So we give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor for it in Jesus' name. We bind the seductions of the enemy, whether it be in merchandising or any other area of life. We bind the seducing powers of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We mute, muzzle, and gag the mouths of the seducers in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bind all Kundalini spirits and their attacks, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, 
All unclean spirits in their attacks of devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, attacks, sorcery devil attacks, seducing, womanizing drone spirits, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, audio weapons, we bind you, whoredom spirits in their attacks. Force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons. Father, if we have to stay in a hotel, if we have to stay in a motel or someone's home, we need to anoint our room. Show us how to do this in a manner that is pleasing to you, Lord, and not offensive to anyone else. We need to we need to anoint our room. We need to anoint the bed and the pillow that we're going to sleep on. We don't know what spirits have been there. So we need to bind in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We need to take authority, dominion, and power over where we are going and the spirits that will be there while we are there in Jesus' name. We need to remember to keep our armor on. We need to remember to do our spiritual warfare. Amen? You know, sometimes, Lord, we get so involved in the celebration that we forget to do what we know is right. And when we leave, we need to disconnect ourselves from spirits that ought not to be connected to us in the name of Jesus. Thank you for reminding us, Lord. Amen. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all the spirits coming from what we call outer space, off any orbit, from any satellite, any planet, any station on any planet, through the satellite system, through the GPS system, through uh, the cell towers, and through our electronic devices in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, worldwide demonic activities. We bind in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every cult and their ignorance of the word of God. We bind their demonic activities in the name of Jesus Christ, and we bind their false beliefs in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their false teachings in the name of Jesus Christ, their spirit of error. And we take authority, dominion, and power over cults of witches, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, diviners, pagans, witch doctors, shamans, and such. Witch doctors, voodoo doctors, in Jesus' name. We bind their wicked works. We bind uh, witchcraft and occultism in tribal groups, in cultural groups, in indigenous groups, 
all over the world, Father, in the name of Jesus. We bind the hatred and venom that goes between uh, tribal groups and cultural groups in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over strife and contention in our lives wherever it surfaces. In Jesus' holy name, thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over the works, the ideology, the teaching, the belief, the methodology of every cult that's listed under the umbrella of the Illuminati in Jesus' name. And we bind all of their works, whatever they may be, coming from the U.N., the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, or any other organization. We bind the organization and the evil works of the membership in Jesus' name. We thank you for the truth of God coming forth. We thank you for the light of God coming forth, covering and revealing that we might pray, stand in the gap, believe Jesus Christ, and see the hand of God move in the earth in Jesus' holy name. Amen. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind hyperactivity, racing mind, and attention, impulsivity, low levels of dopamine. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, demonic knowledge, against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. Thank you, Lord. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, monitor, track, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us in Jesus' name. We return and loose all these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger. We bind food lust, addictions, and gluttony. Yes, we do. We bind false flags. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowback. All vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. 
astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender or witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website, the app, and the broadcast, binding all abortions as a magical ritual, Binding and returning to sender all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, vexes, and such. And the same with all uh, tribal rituals and sins. Chaldean witchcraft, uh, Spanish witchcraft, we return in Jesus' name. Breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. Binding superficial religious acts. Binding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, and folk magic spells. Binding the demons of energies, boomeranging their wicked works upon them. Binding all magical language, magic signs, and magical patterns, even in numbering. Binding synchrony. Binding and caging Poseidon and Neptune and other underwater devils. And stripping them of their crowns and powers. And returning them to Jesus Christ. Binding all conjurations and summoning of demons. Binding Jewish black magic mysticism, magic writings, magic artifacts. Binding the essence of magic and Jewish magic by practitioners, amulets, bowls, precious stones, incantations, divining practices, magic spells, and potions. Binding all false flags. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo. Ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, thank you, Jesus, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors and the spirits in the children of disobedience, binding la-la land, binding Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out of biopk, out of body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you that you've given us your angels to protect us, Lord. When we are walking, Lord, um, even toward our vehicles in dark and shady places, Lord, shine your light upon us, Lord, so the enemy will know that he has no place to hide and he cannot attack. In the name of Jesus Christ, we give you praise, glory, and honor for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind the king of pride. And all of his underlings, we chain them with eternal chains under darkness and send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, violence, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilek, Python, Baphomet and his 72, Neptune, Atlas, Zeus, Mammon, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, 
ISIS on and all false deities in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness, send them into the spiritual cage, to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, and pact. We bind the brotherhood, the rituals, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grips, Freemasonry, the rituals of every secret society, and the activities of the associated organizations in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled and misleading others, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads, as well as their mind control. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive. For the Spirit of God says to the church, we repent of an evil heart of unbelief and accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for that. Amen. We take authority, dominion, and power of every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us. We bind them in the name of Jesus, and we send them back from whence they came. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and Palestine and the whole world. And we pray for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially the January 6th prisoners and all Christians that are being persecuted and especially those that were left behind in Afghanistan or some other place, or they're in prison in Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus Christ. We cover every mode of transportation that we use, and we thank you, Lord for your continued protection and the ministry of your angels to us in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid interference from other drivers and obstacles in the road in Jesus' holy name. In the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all demons roaming in the night, bad dreams, nightmares. We send them back from whence they came in the name of Jesus, sex dreams. Anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, and we command them to stay away. 
We thank you, Lord, for your continual protection. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for the warring linking angels and the praising angels, but most of all, Father, we thank you for your very presence in our midst. The Bible says where two or three of us are gathered together in your name, there you would be in our midst. We are pulling out all voodoo pens, fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, witchcraft, anything sent to us from the demonic realm. We're uh, burning ungodly silver cords and ley lines and safe severing from ourselves ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We are destroying weapons of demonic warfare used against us in the name of Jesus Christ, tearing down their protection, especially around witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, nanotechnology, globalists, shamans, sorcerers, and such. We break the powers of every charm, love spell, vex, hex, and curse, fetish, all psychic thoughts and prayers, bewitchments, witchcraft, death, potions, jinxes, mind control, psychic power, and welfare, torment, sickness, pain, voodoo, magic, sorcery, destruction, tribal rituals, and sin, incantations, incense and candle burning, and everything that is not pleasing to the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over the places where we must um, visit during this season and the ungodly atmosphere that may be there. Jesus, be a fence all around us wherever we go. We want to thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, you showed me saints going to their cars. It's like they're in, they're out shopping, and it's gotten dark because it's the seasons have changed, and they're approaching their vehicles, but not with the due caution that they ought to be. Their keys are not already out, and they're not ready to immediately enter their vehicles. They're, 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 they're um, dragging their feet. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you wake us up, cause us to, to be circumspect, not as fools, looking around, seeing what's going on around where we parked our car. If we need to call security, then we call security in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for telling us what we ought to do. Sometimes we don't think about it. We just think, okay, I'm finished now. I can go home. No, we need to pay attention. We need to pay attention, and we need to be alert, not just for ourselves but for others, Father. So we give you praise. And if we see anything suspicious, any suspicious activity, we ought to report it to those that are in authority. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise your holy name. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we return to senders, spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, evil powers of all kinds, spirits of bondage, blindness, heaviness, fear, and hate. And we thank you for the protection of God in our lives and in the lives of our loved ones in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Saints, don't be in such a hurry at the register.
register that you don't put your credit card back where it belongs. I know there's a long line. You find the guy to the register. You find the guy finished. Take your time. Put your credit card back up or your change or whatever back in your purse, in your wallet, where it belongs, along with the receipt. It will make life better once you get home and and you don't automatically remember what you did. Amen? Amen. Tonight our featured psalm is Psalm 20, and our verse for meditation comes from Psalm 37, verse 25. Featured ebook is Faith Builders Bible Study. Amen. Faith sees eternal things. Amen. Praise the Lord. So tonight, we're going to talk about the winning combination. The winning combination. Amen. The winning combination. Make sure they gave you the right amount of change, saints. I'm trying to get you to think about the things that you need to think about that you don't usually think about, but you need to think about it now. Amen. See, a a merry heart is healthful, but a heart which is completely broken and dejected will eventually develop many body illnesses. You know, we don't think of our heart condition as an open door to attack to illness, but it is. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen? And so we need to look at this from a different perspective. Our attitude, our heart condition, many times opens us to illnesses that we might not have otherwise. And you know, some of these attitudes of heart are generational. They're generational. Amen? Amen. Nothing ruins health more than grief, continual worry, anxiety, fretfulness, bad tempers, hatred, and malice. Amen? You know, um, we've all heard of these situations where it's the holidays, the family's together to be going well, nobody's having a fight, and then one member disappears and comes back with a shotgun and kills everybody. I'm binding that up in the name of Jesus Christ, and I hope you'll join me in that. Amen? We need peace on earth, at least at the dinner table. Amen? Amen. Sometimes there's always that person that wants to bring up a subject matter that they know upsets everyone. So before you go, you bind up the conversation. You bind those words because words are spirit, and they affect people. Amen? You bind that up because there's always somebody that wants to be flippant at the mouth and has something to say that's going to irritate or annoy someone, and it might well be someone that's been working very hard to bring the celebration together, and they're already tired 
but they want to celebrate. Well, that's not the person to annoy. Amen? So say the say the things that make for peace. Amen? Say the things that make for peace. Amen? And if, if, if the pudding or the, or the mac and cheese was a little too done around the edges, why just look right over it and enjoy it anyway? Praise God. You know, sometimes we need to learn how to act. Amen. We need to rem- we need to have Holy Ghost manners. It makes for a peaceful life. Praise God. You don't have to share your 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 upsetness with the whole wide world when it's a time for everyone to be happy. Praise God. Amen. Amen. The end of these things is death. We should seek the face of our God to rid ourselves of such health destroyers. Amen? Health destroyers. We ought to look at them that way. That's right. We don't look at grief or continual worry, anxiety or fretfulness or bad tempers or hatred. We don't look at those as health destroyers, but they are open doors for the destroyer, and he will destroy our health if we don't shut the door. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. Well, saints, the love of our God is here to direct us from the path of destruction onto the path of life. Amen? A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. So maybe we need to take our medicine, the medicine of a merry heart. Perhaps that will help. I'm certain that it will. Amen? We need to look at, you know, you can't spend the holidays being old, what we call a sourpuss. You just can't do that. It's in violation of what holidays are supposed to do. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. God is good to us. So, the love of our God is here to direct us from the paths of destruction onto the path of life. Will you allow him to lead you? Will you? Or are you satisfied with yourself as you are? Hmm. God has watched for years as we have doubted our value and underestimated our abilities. But we will no longer be permitted to continue our destructive assessments and behaviors. Not anymore. Not anymore. We're not going to be allowed to tear ourselves down as we have in the past. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 19. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 19. And on the other side, 
neither are we going to be allowed to pretend that we don't have sin and that we don't have weaknesses and that we don't have inadequacies and that we don't have faults. We're not going to sit up and tell that tale either because it's not the truth either. We're going to learn to tell the truth according to the spirit of truth. Our attributes are our attributes. Our weaknesses are our weaknesses. We're going to be truthful. Amen? So we can grow like God wants us to. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 19. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 19. Thine own wickedness shall correct thee, and thy backsliding shall reprove thee. Know therefore and see that it is an evil thing and bitter that thou hast forsaken the Lord thy God and that my fear is not in thee, saith the Lord God of hosts. Really? That's what God says. He says our own wickedness is going to correct us. Hmm. Our own backslidings will reprove us. God says it's an evil and bitter thing to forsake him and his ways and his words. It tells him that our true reverence of God is not in us. So we need to we need to get busy. Wherever those areas are in our lives, we need to get busy. We really do. Because we don't know which day Jesus is coming. Amen? We really don't. Amen. Own wickedness will punish us till we see what an evil and bitter thing it is to rebel against the Lord your God, fearlessly forsaking him. Well, Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. Second Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 14. Second Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 14. If my people, that would mean us, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn, from their wicked ways. See, everybody is responsible for turning from their own wicked ways. Then, see, he has a then there. Then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sin and will heal their land. So, We've been working on this promise from God for a few years now. It's time to possess the promise, don't you think? I do think so. Regardless of the scriptures that we have been taught, we continue to become what we and others say that we are. We need to stop calling ourselves bad names. We need not to call ourselves dumb and stupid, okay? That's not who God made us to be. 
And we're not supposed to behave that way either. I know you're about to get convicted. You already know what you're doing wrong. It's time to repent. If you've been calling yourself thickhead all these years, well, you might well have that thickhead by now. We can't say bad things about ourselves. We can admit to truth when we're wrong, but we can't badmouth ourselves forever and ever. Amen? We can't badmouth ourselves forever and ever. You know, some of us are real uh, real particular about what other people say about us. But what about what we say about ourselves? Out of our mouth about ourselves is extremely important, and it's important to God. And many times we don't realize that we're sowing seeds that we don't want the harvest for. And so God is calling us to task on that. We let out of our mouths things about ourselves that do not line up with the scripture. And in so doing, we sow seeds that we don't want the harvest from. We do not want to reap that harvest. So we need to change. That's what we need to do. No, I don't make New Year's resolutions. I just change. I go in the direction of the right way, God's way. My resolution was made when I came to Jesus Christ to be like him. So I just keep going in the direction of Jesus Christ. And nowhere in scripture, you will find nowhere in the gospel where Jesus called himself dumb and stupid or backward, or thick-headed. It's just not there. It's not. Where did we pick that practice up? Well, maybe in childhood. But most of us are not in childhood anymore, so we should have dropped that bad habit off a long time ago. Unfortunately, some of us have convinced ourselves that we actually are what we have said about ourselves. That's bad. That's not good. Amen? Very bad. We need to repent of cursing ourselves. Because that's in essence what we've done. We've placed for ourselves a limitation that God didn't put there. And we have used that thing as a weapon against Jesus Christ. You see, that's part of what happened when those nails were nailed into his body. That's what we were doing. We're part of that. You know, when we open our mouths and say those things that are just not the truth, we're actually lying. The Bible says we shouldn't bear false witness against our neighbor. Well, Jesus had to become sin because of the things we've been saying. He's recreated us in his image. 
And we're doing everything we can do to tear it down with our own mouth. And we need to stop that. We need to stop. Amen? We need to stop that. That's not a God attribute at all. It's not a God attribute. We need to line our mouths up with what the Bible says about us. Amen? Sometimes we have failed because we have talked ourselves into failing. Sometimes we have not achieved what we could have because out of our own mouth and our own belief system, we have not allowed ourselves to to uh, overcome and surpass that boundary. I used to know someone who's now, by the way, in the grave, who declared that his granddaddy died at this age and his daddy died at this age, and he he was shocked that he was still alive. Well, he didn't live much longer after that either. Can't do that, saints. That's not the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. Amen. It's the truth. It is the truth. Sometimes we have sabotaged our own success in life out of our own, how do I say it, fermented pity party. It's a pity party that's been fermenting for years. And so when we open our mouths, we allow that fermentation to come flowing out. We need to change things. God is calling us to change. God is calling us to change. Now is not the time to pull away from the Spirit of God. Now is the time to turn to the Lord in full transparency. Perhaps God will grant repentance to you when you acknowledge the truth that you may recover yourself out of the snare of the devil. Yes, the devil has been allowed to take you captive at his will. You allowed him to. You see, saints? Disobedience and rebellion is very costly. Ask Adam. As I have explained, you have an adversary, the devil. The devil goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. I have encouraged you not to be devourable but instead to resist him in the faith. Amen? That's what Jesus did. That's what we're supposed to do. It is still sin when we fail and come short of the glory of God. Mm -hmm, That's right. When we fail to display in our lives 
the attributes of our God. Some of us may choose to follow our own sensual feelings since we prefer them to pleasing the Lord Jesus. Well, you are still courting attention from a decoy and a fraudulent lover. I'll say that again. Some of you may choose to follow your sensual feelings since you prefer those feelings to pleasing the Lord Jesus. You are still courting attention from a decoy and a fraudulent lover. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye, saints of God. Seek to prefer the false over the true and faithful one. Prefer the false over the true and faithful one. I'm praying for God to lay a restraining hand on your arm. Why would you pray that, Pastor, to help you stay out of trouble? Let go of deceit. God gives victory over perpetual backsliding. Some of us, not all, but some, have these areas in life where we always fail. We fail in this area all the time. Well, we need to take that area, whatever it may be, to the Lord and seek his faith and ask him, why is it that I always fail here? The answer may completely astound you. Amen? You see, God is wanting us to succeed. But we do things and we say things to hinder our own self. And then, after we've done the dirty little deed, whatever that may be, we want to blame it on a demon. But the demon's sitting there laughing because we did it ourselves. Amen? You see, it's not always a demon. Demons work with the flesh, yes. But you see, we're the ones providing the flesh for the devil to work with. If we would walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh, the devil would have a lot fewer opportunities to attack us. Amen and amen. And it's the truth. We have to do our part, too. Turn to the Lord. Do not reject the word of the Lord. By the way, saints, infatuation is a demon, in case you didn't know. God has heard your words, but you refuse to separate from your sin. You keep saying, Lord, I repent. Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I repent. Well, that's wonderful. Now, separate from your sin. Separate from that. You know what it is, whatever it is. Separate from that. 
Quit clinging on to it. Open your hand and let go. Amen? I think you can understand what I'm saying. Whatever the case may be, let go of it. You can't hold, you can't take that mess to heaven. Come on. For those who have and have in earnest repented of their sin and turned from their wickedness, the Lord has forgiven you and dropped that sin into the sea of forgetfulness. Let's visit Micah. Micah chapter 7, verse 19. Micah chapter 7, verse 19. Micah chapter 7, verse 19. Amen. He will turn again. He will have compassion on us. He will subdue our iniquities. And thou will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. He will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities. And thou will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. Amen for that. So why, since God's doing this, do you continue to remind God of what he has already forgiven? It's from your past. You have repented over and over and over and over and over again. And every time it comes by your mind again, you repent over and over and over. Okay, you've repented now and you've turned from it. Okay, it's it's gone out into the sea. Let it go. Praise God. Isaiah chapter 38, verse 17. Isaiah. Chapter 38, verse 17. Really? Amen. Isaiah, chapter 38, verse 17. Behold, for peace I had great bitterness, but thou hast in love to my soul delivered it from the pit of corruption. For thou hast cast all my sins behind thy back. There. I told you he did that, and he has. But thou hast in love to my soul delivered it from the pit of corruption. For thou hast cast all my sins behind thy back. Problem is not what you think it is. It has nothing to do with how God made you, but with how you see yourself. That's right. What we think of ourselves has a lot to do with how we behave. It's a major perspective in our lives. Amen. How we view ourselves has a lot to do with how we behave. 
That's why we need to spend time with the Lord so we can talk to him about these things and come to more knowledge and understanding of our real true self. See, you can't fix something that that you won't acknowledge. Well, it needs some fixing. You can keep throwing a tarp over it all you want. It's still broken underneath. And there are places that we, you know, we're busy doing something else. We didn't pay that any mind. But God said, no, 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 no. Come back, come back to this. We need to talk about this. You can't just, you know, pretend it's not there. One of these days, the tarp's going to fly off. Then what? Amen? Amen. God does not expect you to make it alone. He created you to live empowered by his spirit and motivated forward by his love. Amen. He knows that you cannot be effective or successful on your own. God has made your physical body and your soul to flourish. We reach our maximum fulfillment when our souls and bodies are joined with him. We reach our maximum fulfillment when our souls and bodies are joined with him. Your completeness comes only in union with his spirit. I know they told you that foolishness when you went to that old church, that you weren't complete till you was married to somebody. Baloney, you are complete in Christ. And you're not complete until you are in union with him. That's what the Bible says. Amen. As a husband ought to be with his wife, none of us is complete without the spirit of God. We need the Holy Spirit. You can stand alone if you insist, but you and God's Spirit were meant to soar together. We were meant to be joined to the Holy Spirit and for us to soar together. We are to achieve ultimate satisfaction and success as we flow in beautiful harmony. The truth is that God was so careful in designing us that he has fitted us to himself. In our way of thinking, very similar 
into a well-fitted glove into which he slips his hands to accomplish his purposes. Think about it. A hand, a glove that fits well. They usually cost a little more. Well, God slips into us, and we are a glove that fits well and that is not so stiff and rigid that it won't move with the master's finger touch. Think about that. Think about it. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Yes. Saints, you were created to perfectly fit his spirit. Our redeemed humanity and God's spirit are precisely paired. Amen. He says that he will be our God and we'll be his people, and he will save us from all of our uncleannesses. He's serious. He's he's not joking about this. God is very serious about this. Amen? So, as I was saying in the example of the well-fitted glove, a glove without the right hand is of little use. The right hand without a well-fitted glove is limited and restrained in what it can do. That's right. Well, really? Yes. Think about it. You actually have to think about this. We don't want to limit God, now do we? That's why we have Psalm 78, verse 41. Psalm 78, verse 41. Yea, they turned back and tempted God, and limited the Holy One of Israel. You see, one of the main purposes of the Hebrew nation, of the Israelite people, they were supposed to put God's attributes on display through their their lives, through how they lived, through how they worshiped God. Through all of that uh, ceremony that he gave them, they were supposed to learn things, and they were supposed to reflect God's character 
through their society and how they live. Well, we have the same charge. We have the same charge. We're supposed to reflect who God is so that the heathen will know that he is God and not someone else. Amen? That's very important. So by ourselves alone, we cannot accomplish what God created us to do. We need his spirit to fulfill our destiny. Amen? We need his spirit to fulfill our destiny. You see, saints, the Holy Spirit was there when our forefather was created. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. It's important that we understand this concept. The Holy Spirit was there when God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. So the Holy Spirit clearly understands the original intent, purpose, and outworking that God came to the creation with. Since he was there in the beginning, he clearly understands what we're supposed to be. What we're supposed to be. He understands what attributes and gifts God has has imparted to us. But that's not what we see. We see something else. And many times we choose to focus on our flaws. It's one thing to work to correct them. It's another thing to just sit there and glare at them. It's not the same. You don't get the same result. Amen? If you just want to sit there and have a pity party about them, well, you'll just be having a pity party about them. God doesn't want us to sit there and have a pity party about our weaknesses and faults. He wants us to get up with him and do something about them. Amen? Amen. The Holy Spirit was there when you were created. He knows God's plan for you. If you don't fellowship with him, what do you think that's supposed to produce? You answer that one yourself. You should know the answer. God formed man 
of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. The Holy Spirit was there when God breathed into dust his own breath of life. He was there. He wasn't floating on a cloud somewhere. He was right there in the process. The Holy Spirit gets it. We don't. And so God is here trying to help us to get the point. Amen? The Holy Spirit knows how to operate the divine plan of God. That's right, he does. We need to learn to trust him. We need to learn to follow him. And we need to learn to obey him. Yes, that's the winning combination. The redeemed of the Lord and the Spirit of God. That's the winning combination. Miracle, are you listening? Are you listening? Yes, saints. God has breathed into us the breath of his life. No, we don't all look the same on the outside. By now, we should understand clearly that the surface of a person reveals very little of about who they truly are. What matters is the person inside. It is what God places within each person that matters. And when someone is taken out of the earth prematurely, whether by abortion or through some other form of murder, when they are taken out of the earth prematurely, we lose what God placed in them. It's not here now. We've lost a lot. We've lost a lot. All over the world, we've lost a lot. Those gifts and ability are often buried deep inside of us. They reveal the magnificent diversity that is in God himself. Think about it. In each of us, there's quality that God has put inside of us that display to the whole world who God really is. But if you're going to browbeat yourself and you're going to put yourself down, you're going to hinder yourself from doing just what God wants done. Amen? These aspects of humans show how precisely God created men and women 
to be like him. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So I hope you understand what God's saying to us. I hope you understand. It's Christ in us. It's the Holy Spirit in us. It's God in us that's the hope of glory. It's important, the hammer that comes flying out of our mouth, to beat up on what God made when God's trying to build it up. It's not going to work. So God expects us to change. Amen? God expects us to change. Amen. Praise God. So, I commend you to your prayer closet in Jesus' holy name. Amen. God commends us. Amen. To change. Why? Because we need to. That's why. Because we're made to praise the Lord. We're made to that's what we're made to praise the Lord. Not just in our song, but in our whole lives. We were born to praise the Lord. Mhm. It's real. Amen. Praise God. So, We're going to talk to the righteous judge about some of this stuff that's been going on. And he's going to do something about it, okay? Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for the word tonight. We all needed it. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Concerns over incentivizing global conflicts are rising as the Biden administration requests more than $105 billion. Have you ever seen $105 billion? I haven't. In supplemental security spending. Lord, this money does not belong to Joe Biden. It belongs to the people of the United States of America. And he did not ask us if we thought that this was a wise choice. The administration says the money, primarily for Israel and Ukraine, will be good for the economy. They always tell you that when they're taking your money. Oh, this is good for you. Mm-hmm. President Joe Biden has described the mammoth spending package as a smart investment that will pay dividends to U.S. security interests. How? Likewise, Assistant Secretary of State James O'Brien described the supplemental as a very good bargain. Look, if I want a bargain, I know where to shop, and that's not the place. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said the money will 
flow through our defense industrial base, creating American jobs in more than 30 states. Uh-huh, sure. Yeah, it's going to flow all right, right out of here. However, many are skeptical of the administration's claims and believe that the massive investment in the defense industry, the defense industrial complex, one more time, will squander the nation's ability to adequately address social and infrastructure needs. Presidential hopeful Robert Robert Kennedy Jr. is among them. Creating jobs is a poor excuse for a foreign policy that wrecks mayhem around the world, Mr. Kennedy said. If we want to increase employment in good manufacturing and construction jobs, instead of making weapons, we should repair our infrastructure and manufacture products that actually serve human well-being. Numerous analysts believe that the administration's supplemental spending requests, in addition to its record-breaking defense funding, would effectively serve as a massive transfer of wealth to the defense sector from U.S. taxpayers. Uh Uh-huh. Stephen Simler, a co-founder of the Security Policy Reform Institute think tank, said defense contractors stand to reap billions from the administration's requested supplemental spending requests, which would go mostly to just a few companies. Based on my estimate, the proposal would produce $60 billion in revenue. Have you ever had $60 billion? Think about that. $60 billion. How much groceries can we buy with $60 billion? $60 billion in revenue for private sector military contractors. Are you a private sector military contractor? Mm-hmm. Mr. Simler said, whether those billions of dollars will adequately serve the national interest is an open question. To that end, he said the Biden administration is now selling the spending package as an economic boon, because most people won't believe it would improve national security interests abroad. If people don't buy the foreign policy argument for spending $106 billion, the thinking goes, maybe they'll support it if it's framed as a domestic policy, Mr. Simler said. Citing research, from the Cost of War Project at Brown University, his research suggests that shifting $100 billion to the energy or infrastructure sectors from the defense budget could create 290,000 jobs. Hmm. As such, the supplemental spending request may actively erode the United States' ability to create more jobs that would have a positive effect on American prosperity and well-being. The larger issue is the record-breaking defense spending undertaken by the administration and Congress, culminating with last year's record largest defense budget, according to Mr. Simler. Maybe we need to change Congress, too. 
Mm-hmm. Citing research from the Cost of War Project at Brown University, his research suggests that shifting $100 billion to the energy or infrastructure sectors, sectors from the defense budget would create. That's a lot of jobs. As such, the supplemental spending request may actively, you know, that's a lot that they're flitting around with. They're acting like it's a quarter in their pocket. It's a lot more than that. The larger issue is the record-breaking defense spending undertaken by the Biden administration in Congress, culminating with last year's record-large defense budget, according to Mr. Simler. President Biden's domestic spending efforts, notably the 2021 bipartisan infrastructure law, pale in comparison to the sums now being fed to the national defense apparatus. Between Biden's foreign aid plan and the fiscal year 2024 Pentagon budget, I think military contractors can expect $559 billion. Mr. Simler said. By comparison, Biden's flagship infrastructure bill spends $548 billion over five years. A key concern of Mr. Simler and others in the continued incentivization of conflict in which the defense industrial base may directly or indirectly work to prolong conflicts in an effort to maximize its economic gain. He pointed to the defense base's army of lobbyists, which pressures the U.S. government to adopt hawkish policies, spending habits, in the interest of their for-profit company. Hmm. I remember when one president made them stop some of that lobbying. Do you remember that? I do. I remember that. When the U.S. buys weapons, it's empowering a particular set of businesses whose bottom line depend on the U.S. either making war or preparing for it, Mr. Simler said. These firms then redirect a share of their profits back into the political system in an attempt to steer national policy toward more war. The only surefire winners are the military contractors, so we know what they'll be pushing for. Last year, U.S. defense companies spent more than $128 million on lobbying efforts. See, they're investing in their own business by giving these people money and vacations and this, that, and the other. That's how they do it. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. The effort included the employment of more than 845 lobbyists, some 72% of whom previously worked in government, mostly in the Pentagon or for the House and Senate Armed Services Committee. The, those lobbyists don't just grease the palms of politicians. They influence the formulation of policy itself. 
through massive cash injections to defense-focused think tanks. A report published by the Center for International Policy found that government and defense contractors spent more than $1 billion on think tanks from 2014 to 2019. The top recipients of this funding were the RAND Corporation, the Center for a New American Security, and the New American Foundation, which together brought in more than 600 different donations from U.S. government or defense contractors. The top funders from the U.S. government were the Office of the Secretary of Defense, the Air Force, the Army, the Department of Homeland Security, and the State Department, the report reads. The defense contractors contributing the most of these think tanks were Northrop Grunman, Raytheon, Boeing, Lockheed Martin, and Airbus. Relatedly, Lockheed Martin, Boeing, Raytheon, and Northrop Grunman were the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh largest corporate lobbyists in 2020. In, hold on a second. Get down here. In 2022, the four companies hired a combination of 259 former government employees who now work as lobbyists, executives, directors, board members, and trustees. Of course, policymaking will always be influenced by ideologies, Mr. Simler said. We've all got one. But allowing the profit motivations of weapons companies to hold sway over decisions about war and peace is a different beast entirely. So you see? When somebody said, we're going to drain the swamp, these people said, oh, no, you won't. You get it? When somebody stood up and said, we're going to drain the swamp, these folks stood up and said, you want to bet? Some people don't think this massive redistribution of wealth from taxpayers to private military contractors is a problem. I think it is. The issue of war profiteering isn't limited to the executive branch. Indeed, the revolving door between Congress and the defense lobby is wide, and the real-world policy implications of the administration's proposed spending will ultimately be realized by the House and and Senate. However, big money has big consequences for members of Congress who rely on agreeable think tanks and also keeping defense sector jobs in their districts to stay in office. As such, continued congressional support for Israel, Hamas war, the Russia-Ukraine war, and elsewhere is unlikely to radically shift congressional without a great deal of unrest among voters. You see? They're profiting from the Israel-Hamas war. They're profiting from the Russia-Ukraine war. Who really knows where that money that was given to Ukraine really ended up? Who knows? 
Who knows if it was filtered somewhere else? Who knows? Mm-hmm. But that's your money. Think about that. And the United States is not the only nation that does this. Mm-hmm. U.S.-backed wars from Iraq and Afghanistan to Ukraine and Gaza have direct ramifications for the U.S. defense sector, said Anthony Lowenstein. That's the band. An independent journalist and filmmaker who was based in East Jerusalem between 2016 and 2020. It's partly why so few U.S. congressmen and women are willing to challenge the military-industrial complex because it potentially brings jobs to their district. News media requested comment on the issue from 31 members of Congress, including the chair and ranking member of the Senate Armed Services Committee. One responded. A spokesperson for the office of Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky directed the media to Mr. Paul's heated exchange with Mr. O'Brien on the issue of supplemental security funding. At that time, Mr. Paul said the administration was fomenting a war to increase profits for defense corporations. So really, it's a justification of war, Mr. Paul said. To me, we're this is one of these we had before. If you say, that sounds familiar, yeah, but we need to review this one. That's why we're doing this one again. We need to go over this one again. So God said, okay. All right, now I lost my spot. <laughs> Pray for me to find it again. I, I rolled the screen. All right. That The idea that the armaments industry is going to get billions of dollars out of this, the Biden administration's decision to obfuscate, oh, forget it, the braces there, the types of weapons platforms it's sending to Israel. It previously maintained some transparency in Ukraine. It makes things worse, he said. It's almost as if elements of the White House prefer secrecy to sunlight. One reason for the opacity may be the decreasing popularity of the Biden administration and its continued funding of foreign wars. President Biden has an approval rating of just 39% among Americans, according to the polling. That same polling found that the economy has been the most important issue to Americans for the past 113 consecutive weeks, perhaps hitting at the administration's efforts to rebrand the supplemental security request as a domestic priority. To be sure, it can be difficult to tell where legitimate security concerns end and war profiteering begins. Further complicating that complexity is the Pentagon's inability to account for its spending. As of this month, the Pentagon has failed to get a passing grade on an auditing of its accounting for the sixth year in a row. Hmm. 
If you didn't get your household budget in a row for six years, you wouldn't have a household or a budget. Only seven of the Pentagon's 29 sub-agencies received a passing grade, presenting no improvement from the previous year. That's pretty bad. The systems that track $3.8 trillion in military assets fail to do what they're supposed to do. And independent audit shows. That's a real problem, given the fact that the supplemental request doesn't aim to provide money to embattle nations or sell them arms, but rather to directly transfer old arms and then hand the money to American defense corporations to replace them. That's pretty bad. The lack of transparency by the administration, the Pentagon, and the associated defense companies could therefore encourage a more general lack of accountability by U.S. leadership for ongoing violence in the foreign wars it funds, according to William Astor, a retired U.S. Air Force lieutenant colonel. Like Mr. Simler, Lieutenant Astor suggested that the administration should invest in more and better jobs at home and pull back from knee-jerk defense spending, issue that every American should care about, he said, because the nation will be stronger if that funding is directed somewhere else. Mm. Americans should care because we as a country can create more jobs by investing in America rather than exporting deadly weaponry worldwide. Lieutenant Astor referred to former president and retired five-star general Dwight D. Eisenhower, who in 1953 speech urged against reckless military spending following World War II and the Korean War. When such dollars could be spent on infrastructure that would improve the prosperity and well-beings of Americans instead. It was President Eisenhower again in his 1961 farewell address who coined the term military-industrial complex. A massive and permanent military was new in the American experience and quite ironically could threaten the nation's continued security and liberty if overinflated in the pursuit of security and liberty, according to him. It's just such an apparatus that concerns Mr. Kennedy, Mr. Simler, the other man, and Colonel Astor. For President Eisenhower, there was one solution to a runaway military-industrial complex, the power of an informed electorate. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex, he said. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry can compel the proper meshing of the huge industrial military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals so that security and liberty may prosper together. Hold on, Saints. Something just fell down. All right. Now, that's out of the way. 
praise God. So, we're going to look at this. Amen. China offers Taiwanese pilots $15 million to defect with a U.S.-made CH-47F Chinook helicopter. A pilot in Taiwan was offered $15 million from China to defect and deliver a U.S.-made helicopter to the People's Liberation Army Navy aircraft carrier waiting in the Taiwan Strait, according to a report. But the plot was thwarted when the pilot was arrested in August for allegedly spying for Beijing, the South China Morning Post reported on Monday. Chinese intelligence officials in June approached the pilot, identified as Lieutenant Colonel H., through a retired Taiwanese army officer and offered him money to fly the aircraft to the planned warship. The indictment from the Taiwan High Court Prosecutor's Office says, according to the report, he was initially offered about 6000 a month with a pledge that the Chinese military would help evacuate his family to Thailand. He bought payment but later changed his mind when Chinese agents sweetened the pot to $15 million, including throwing in a $1 million deposit. As, whoops, okay. As part of the scheme, he, uh, H suggested the People's Liberation Army hold military drills near K in southern Taiwan, so he wouldn't have to fly across the median line that separates mainland China and Taiwan and avoid the possibility that the helicopter would be intercepted by Taiwan's Air Force. Taiwanese officials were tipped off about H and the retired officer who prevented the U.S.-made aircraft from falling into the hands of the communist force, the indictment said. The Chinese Communist Party views democratic Taiwan as a rogue province that must be reunited with the rest of China by force if necessary. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications on all of this. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Israel's military has reportedly begun pumping seawater into the Gaza tunnels said to be occupied by Hamas fighters as it pushes further into the terrorist group's stronghold. The Israel Defense Forces, IDF, have built five pumps to flood the network of tunnels where Hamas fighters have been hiding and holding hostages. On Tuesday, U.S. officials said the operation had started, and the Biden administration had been told it could take weeks, according to a report. Asked about the report, Lieutenant Jen Hersey Halevi, the IDF chief of staff, told the press conference such a tactic would be a good idea. 
Appearing to confirm the operation, he added, we are seeing a lot of underground infrastructure in Gaza. We knew there would be a lot. Part of the goal is to destroy this infrastructure. We have various ways to deal with the tunnels. I won't talk about specifics, but they include explosives to destroy and other means to prevent Hamas operatives from using the tunnels to harm our soldiers. News of the tactic, first reported by the Wall Street Journal, came as the IDF released video appearing to show troops confronting and shooting dead Hamas militants in Gaza City. Israel's defense minister has claimed his soldiers were pressing deep underground and that some Hamas units were on the verge of being dismantled. In an apparent attempt to support this claim, the IDF released head cam footage recorded by a soldier in Gaza City's Shea neighborhood. It claimed to show the reservists shooting and killing a Hamas gunman before a grenade was thrown by a second terrorist. Despite being injured, the Israeli soldier rushes toward the militant and shoots him dead also. The IDF troops are operating deep underground, locating Hamas infrastructures, destroying them, and bringing Hamas in Gaza City closer to breaking, the defense minister. It came as Israel declared 19 of 135 people still in Gaza captivity dead in absentia after announcing its forces had recovered the bodies of two hostages. The list of 19 included a Tanzanian national, the government press office said. Tanzania has said that two of its citizens, both farming students, had been among some 240 people taken hostage by Hamas in the militant group's October 7th cross-border rampage. One of the Tanzanians was confirmed dead last month. Speaking on Monday evening at a White House reception, to mark Hanukkah, Hanukkah, Mr. Biden said Israel was in a tough spot. He also hinted at the conversations he had been having with Benjamin Netanyahu, the Israeli prime minister. We'll continue to provide military assistance to Israel until they get rid of Hamas. But we have to be careful. They have to be careful, Mr. Biden said. The whole world's public opinion can shift overnight. We can't let that happen? Hmm. So how are they going to stop it? Are they going to prevent us from finding out what's really going on? That's a good question. As the U.N. General Assembly seemed poised to consider another ceasefire resolution, the Palestinian foreign minister accused Israel of starving Gaza. The UN World Food Program has said half of Gaza's population of 2.3 million is starving because of the expansion of Israel's military assault on the southern part of the Gaza Strip. Israel denies this. As we speak, at least 1 million Palestinians in the Gaza Strip, half of them children, are starving, not because of a natural disaster or because of lack of generous assistance awaiting at the border. The Palestinian Palestinian foreign minister said at a UN UN event. Earlier this week, Mr. Gallant, the 
minister pushed back at claims that Israel needed to put an end to its military operation in Gaza and said it would likely take time to conclude. Mr. Gallant declined to comment to any deadlines and signaled the ground fighting could go on for weeks, if not months. We are going to defend ourselves. I'm going to fight for Israel's future, he said. He said the next phase would be lower-intensity fighting against pockets of resistance and would require Israeli troops to maintain their freedom operation, he added. He added, that's a sign the next phase has begun. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications of the righteous judge concerning. New York's top court on Tuesday threw out the state's congressional map, a decision that could eventually pave the way for the Democratic-controlled legislature to draw up a new map that gives the party a major edge in the 2024 election. The Democrat-drawn map could flip as many as six Republican-held seats next year, enough by themselves to shift the balance of power in the closely divided U.S. House of Representatives. The New York Supreme Court is set to rule on redistricting litigation that Republicans fear will undermine their 2022 congressional gains. The state's highest court heard oral arguments on November 15th from the New York Attorney General's Office, members of the New York State's highest court, no, Independent Redistricting Commission, IRC, and New York voters. At issue in Anthony S. Hoffman versus New York State IRC, filed in Albany, is whether a current congressional map is invalid because it was drawn by a special master appointed to the IRC in the matter of Parkinrider versus Hochul by Steuben County Judge Patrick McAllister. Representative Hakeem Jeffrey labeled Judge McAllister as biased on his website. The current congressional map was drawn by an unelected out-of-town special master appointed by an extreme right-wing judge who himself was handpicked by partisan political operatives, Mr. Jeffrey said in a July 13 statement. It is important that the Independent Redistricting Commission get to work expeditiously and present a map that fairly reflects the racial, ethnic, cultural, regional, and socioeconomic diversity of our great state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plaintiffs and their allies allege in their petition of writ mandamus that the special master was meant to be a temporary solution while Republican commissioners took issue with the timeliness of the challenge. A mandamus is supposed to force a governmental entity to do something, and it accrues when the governmental entity hasn't done what you want them to do. Attorney and former New York Republican Congressman John Faso said, that's the time to file a mandamus. Mandamus. They waited too late. Two IRC members are appointed by the New York State Senate Majority Leader and two by the temporary president, according to the IRC website. Two are appointed by the State Assembly Speaker and two are appointed by the State Assembly Minority Leader. The eight appointees 
then are charged with choosing the final two members who can't have been a Democrat or Republican for the past five years. In this case, the Democratic commissioners want to go back to work and finish the process, and the Republican commissioners, through their counsel, believe the process ended last year and need not to be revisited. New York Law School professor Jeffrey Weiss gets down to politics. The Democrats and the Republicans are both looking to control the House of Representatives. Mr. Weiss, a senior fellow at the New York Census and Redistricting Institute, teaches redistricting and voting rights. Mr. Hoffman, the lead plaintiff in a group of 10 New Yorkers, sued the IRC and its members on June 28, 2022, alleging that the congressional map violates redistricting provisions created by a constitutional amendment that New York voters approved in 2021. Now, I'm going to let you all finish reading this, because basically what it is is everybody's argument to the end. We're going to the next one. And we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the U.S. Supreme Court will take up a January 6th defendant's appeal of the Department of Justice's novel use of evidence tampering law to prosecute hundreds of defendants for obstruction of Congress. A miscellaneous order released by the High Court on December 13th granted the petition of Joseph Wayne Fisher, challenging the most widely charged felony in January 6th cases that carries up to 20 years in prison. This case is one of three identical petitions for case review by January 6th defendants who were charged with corruptly obstructing an official proceeding namely a joint session of Congress convened for the counting and certification of electoral college votes on January 6, 2021. The DOJ had charged nearly 330 defendants and former President Donald Trump with obstruction as of December 6. President Trump was charged in August with several counts related to obstruction of the joint session of Congress on January 6. A grand jury indicated him for obstruction of an official proceeding, attempting to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, among other other counts. Defense attorney William Shipley predicted that the Supreme Court's decision will take up the obstruction case. To take up the obstruction case would put an end to the D.C. prosecution of President Trump. The decision by the Supreme Court today will take up the appeal of the 1512 obstruction of an official proceeding case means the Trump D.C. case will not be going to trial. Mr. Shipley wrote on what used to be Twitter. This is the easy way to make that happen without directly acting on the Trump case on an expedited basis. Marina Medvin a defense attorney who co-authored a friend of the court brief supporting the challenge of the DOJ's prosecution said the 327 cases at issue should never have been felony. If the case turns in favor of the defendants, this will be a life-altering for hundreds of people who were unjustly persecuted 
for a felony offense instead of the misdemeanor that was crafted by Congress for the trespass behavior at issue. Ms. Medvin wrote and wrote on, oh, Twitter, that's what it's called, X. You're rich, a federal public defender who represents Mr. Fisher and filed the Supreme Court petition. We're very happy that the court has decided to clarify the scope of Section 1512C2. The Fisher's, Mr. Fisher's petition was joined by petitions by defendants Edward Jacob Lang and Garrett Miller. The tide has turned. William Polk, Pope of Topeka, Kansas, a defendant charged with obstruction, wrote on Twitter, the Supreme Court taking up the obstruction of an official proceeding appeal is a clear message to the DOJ that government extremism has gone too far, that more than 300 Americans, including President Trump, myself, and many currently in prison, were wrongfully charged, Mr. Pope wrote. The DOJ has used the specter of 20 years in prison that comes with the charge to coerce defendants, Mr. Pope said. Sadly, the DOJ has for the last three years used the obstruction charge, which the Supreme Court is now primed to throw out, to pressure January 6th defendants into taking plea deals, he wrote. The outcomes of many cases would be far different if not for this DOJ malpractice. Rachel Powell, a January 6th defendant, sentenced to 57 months in prison for obstruction and other counts, cried at the announcement. I read this and couldn't stop the tears from flooding, Ms. Powell wrote on Twitter. This could be life-changing for my family. The same jurist, U.S. District Judge Carl Nichols, threw out the 18 U.S. Code 1512C2 charges in the cases of Mr. Fisher, Mr. Lang, and Mr. Miller. Most other judges in the D.C. Circuit upheld the charges. Judge Nichols said the 1512 statute does not apply to the January 6th prosecution because the cases don't involve evidence tampering. Judge Nichols wrote that 1512C2 requires that the defendant have taken some action with respect to a document record or other object in order to corruptly obstruct, impede, or influence an official proceeding. Judge Nichols threw out the 1512C2 obstruction charge against Mr. Miller on March 7, 2022, Mr. Fisher on March 17, 22, and Mr. Lang on June 7, 2022. Current version of the 1512 statute was approved by Congress to close a loophole in cases involving evidence tampering. This came in the wake of the Enron accounting and fraud scandals. Congress was faced with a very specific loophole that then existing criminal statutes made it illegal to cause or induce another person to destroy documents, but it did not make it illegal to do so by oneself, Judge Nichols wrote in a March 2022 memorandum opinion. Congress closed that loop by passing subsection C and noting in the legislative, legislative history suggests a broader purpose than that. Columnist Julie Kelly said, she can't see a scenario where the Supreme Court upholds the usual, unusual use of the law 
in January 6 cases. Hard to overstate the total humiliation of DOJ and 15 D.C. District Court judges who upheld 1512C2. Ms. Kelly wrote on Twitter, only one, Judge Carl Nichols, dismissed the counts in three cases. The beauty here is that DOJ appealed Nichols. If DOJ would have left it alone, this wouldn't be at SCOTUS now. The severe prison, you know, when you do dirt, it comes back on you. You know about that. The severe prison time that comes with conviction on the obstruction charge was a major factor in the 2022 suicide of defendant Matthew Perna. His aunt said, Mr. Perna, 37, hanged himself in the garage of his Sharon, Pennsylvania home after learning the DOJ would seek even more prison time via sentencing enhancers for terrorism. I am hopeful and disgusted at the same time, Ms. Perna said in a statement at the Supreme Court announcement. When my nephew Matthew was charged with the four misdemeanors after January 6th, we all thought that this would result in a fine and community service, as most misdemeanors do, she said. But when he was later charged with the felony of obstruction, his entire case took a huge turn for the worse. Defense attorney Joseph McBride said the novel use of 1512C2 by the DOJ is rooted in corruption and political hatred. <coughs> Excuse me. For the love of God, what do the Sarbanes-Oxley Act and election-related protests have to do with each other? Mr. McBride said in a statement referring to the 2002 Act that created the 1512 statute. I'll tell you, absolutely nothing. Were protesters running around capturing ballots or shredding documents to obstruct an official proceeding on January 6, 2021? No, they most certainly were not, Mr. McBride said. So how is it that a law designed to prosecute white-collar document shredders was applied to a bunch of blue-collar J6 protesters? Well, that's a good question. Amen? That's a good question. That's a very good question. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for the righteous judges' adjudications concerning such. We know that all kinds of things are happening, but you are Lord of all. Brother Marshall. Thank you, Lord. We're all here for such a time as this. Did Esther feel all bubbly and joyful when you heard about the plans of some person who didn't like her uncle? <laughs> Plans to wipe out a whole race of people. I don't think she was real happy, but she prayed and fasted with all her handmaids and all those that were with her in the palace as well as all the other Jews in that place. And you heard their prayers. A lot of people have been praying and fasting. Even according to the scripture, Pastor Sabrina read at the earlier part of the worship service, Father, he said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. So, Father God, Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. But we're so grateful we're not apart from you, Jesus, because you said, lo, I'm with you always. You're with us always, even to the end of the world, like it says in the end of the Gospel of Matthew. And, Lord, you said, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. 
in Philippians 4, 4. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. We're so grateful you're at hand, Lord. Your arm's not too short to save. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, the shalom, the real shalom, the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, because I don't have to understand it. Isn't that nice? The peace of God, which passeth all, all understanding, shall keep your hearts, Please, Lord, keep it all of our hearts and minds and minds through Christ Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for doing so. We thank you, Lord, that he began a good work and each one of us has carried it on to completion. Thank you for the spirit of adoption, Father. We can come boldly before your throne of grace in time of need. And you said, if two of you on earth agree, such anything you ask, it shall be done to my Father, which in heaven. For all these multiple, multiple things <laughs> that Pastor Sabrina has just read through. And, Father God, you know about all of them. You know the end from the beginning and you know who the players are and who the, all the defense contractors are and yes they have to answer to their stockholders and yes they have a few uh, people that might be more controlled by mammon than they are by the living God Father God in fact I don't know how many people are controlled by the living God other than the fact that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and you said kind of a set of a quote in Philippians we're not Philippians. Where am I here? First Thessalonians, First Thessalonians chapter 5. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Because you said, Lord, when it gets really dark out, and that's when you're going to show up. That which can be shaken will be shaken, but that which cannot be shaken will remain. And what cannot be shaken? Jesus, you're the rock of ages. We thank you for hiding us in the cliff to the rock, just like you did for Moses. You hide us in there as you revealed your name to Moses. He bowed down and worshipped you. You said you're merciful, but you also have a time frame. You also have a judgment. You hate sins that are passed on. But you want everyone to have the opportunity to repent. But, Father God, some people, we do pray for those who despitefully use us in all these different situations, Father. But there's some of them, maybe the Department of Justice supposedly, in this case, they don't look like they're trying to promote justice. They're trying to pr pr promote um, some political political ideology or just out and out Nazism, fascism, or something else. I don't know. But you know, Lord, I'm not here to point fingers at others. So they got always have more pointing back at me. But Father God, you said in your word, you said. The saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. In Psalm 149, 5 and following, let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hands, especially the sword of the Spirit, to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishments upon the people, to bind their kings with chains, their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute upon them the judgment written. This honor have all his saints. Praise you, the Lord. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise and honor and glory. And you said in Psalm 9, verse 15, The heathen are sunk down into the pit that they made into the net which their hand, which they hid, and the net which they hid is their own foot taken. The Lord is known by the judgment which he executed. The wicked are snared in the work of his own hands. Think about that. 
The wicked are turned into hell, and all nations that forget God. Oh, even Israel, even the United States, they used to be held up as, yes, the, the righteous nation will be exalted, but those nations to turn away from the living God, to exalt a different God, maybe the God of forces, instead of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they're not going to be blessed, are they? Now, they're going to have a bit of a challenge coming up, Father God, quite a challenge coming up. And you said, Oh, where was that, Lord Jesus? <coughs> I thought I had it flipped over, but I didn't. I don't have these scriptures memorized, but the Lord knows them all. Psalm 68, beginning in verse 1. Let God arise, let his enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so drives them away. As wax melteth before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. Of course, but the righteous are supposed to keep on rejoicing, aren't we? Yes, we are supposed to keep on rejoicing. Praise the Lord. And you said in a little further on in that chapter, verse 23, Thy foot, that thy foot may be dipped in the blood of thine enemies, and that the tongue of thy dogs in the same. Rebuke the company of spearmen, the multitude of bulls, with the calves of the people, till everyone submit themselves with pieces of silver. Scatter thou the people that delight in war. There's a whole lot of people that seem to delight in war, as I think President Eisenhower is one of the first presidents I remember. Maybe some of you weren't born yet, but I remember the little the pins. I like Ike. Was he perfect? No. Was the original JFK perfect? No. He made some boo-boos. Yeah. Was Donald Trump perfect? Not exactly. No, he wasn't. And is he in um, alignment with some people that maybe have other agendas? Military, industrial, pharmaceutical complex? And speaking of complexes, so many people are trying to be controlled by ungodly spirits of think and think. It's so Satan, we bind you, we bind every one of your underlings, every spirit of ungodly mind control, every spirit of mammon, every one of your underlings, bound the guy. Because Jesus said, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. We bind you, Satan, because if two of you on earth are great, just anything else gets shall be done in my Father which is in heaven. And we're in agreement. Satan, you're bound. We bind the strong man in Jesus' name, even as Jesus says in Matthew 18, 18, Matthew 16, 19. Behold, I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom. Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So, Father, we thank you for loosing your obedient angels to watch over each one of those warring angels, guardian angels. We don't worship them, but we thank you for the ministering spirits and the minister for the heirs of salvation, especially the angel of the Lord that encampeth round about them that have a holy, holy, holy reverence, a holy, genuine fear of you, Lord. Do we have a fear of God before our faces? Do we know your eyes are either red with wine or as a flame of fire? before people go before the great white throne of judgment. We're all going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ, those that are Christians. Hopefully we've received just rewards. Maybe we could have done a little bit better, but Lord, help us to be ready for your return. None of us know when you're coming back, Jesus, but only Father God knows. That's what it says in Mark chapter six, chapter 13. Help us to be ready for the Lord Jesus' return, Father. Help us all to be ready to examine our own hearts, see whether we be in the faith. So Satan, you remain bound, or your underlings remain bound, Every spirit thing to kill, steal, and to destroy. 
in every one of these areas, not just in the business with a gentleman being um, found out in Taiwan who was about to uh, take a, a, a U.S.-made helicopter to, to the People's Republic of China and Communist China. We thank you, Father, because that, that, that was overturned. But, Father, a lot of things are being exposed. A lot of things are coming to light, Father God, in these days. And we thank you for hastening to perform your word in every one of those areas where things are coming to light, Father God, in Jesus. In so many different areas, things are coming to light very, 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 very quickly, Father, in Jesus. And it used to take years, then it took months, now it's taking like weeks. Things popping, 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 exposing what's going on, Lord, in Jesus' name. Even as you said in, in Luke 12, too, for there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. Now we thank you for exposing those things and all the witchcraft being done behind those things. Pharmaceutical witchcraft, all the witchcraft of these people, they just want to make money. They don't care if they kill people. They don't care whether, you know, they, they just, oh, well, they're trying to protect their backside. They think they are by killing all these together. We just need to clean up all the riffraff out of Gaza, right? We just need to clean up all these people that would want to actually um, have a redress of grievances. Did that go really well for the people up in Canada? All those truckers and all those people are peacefully demonstrating? And do they have their bank accounts closed, even their crypto accounts? Yeah, some of those cryptos are not private. They had all, but my goodness, are they even spreading rumors about uh, 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 possibly the Internet going down? Oh, we bind every one of their plans to steal, kill, and or destroy in every area coming against the, the, the children in Gaza, coming against the people in the United States, coming against those people that have been locked up illegally, thrown in prison to, as if they were terrible, horrible people. Even the things over and over and over again are coming against Donald Trump. Is he perfect? No. Only God is good. But he does not need to be treated like that, does he? No, he doesn't. Why is, they, why is all this stuff being exposed? Father God, I think they've overplayed their hand. I know they have, actually. And they, 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 they're pretending they're going to, they're gonna, you know, Cut down on the expenses for pharmaceutical things. Oh, the pharmaceutical industry says, oh, you can't do that to us. We're just too too powerful. We have too many trillions, hundreds of billions and trillions of dollars. We're just going to shift it over to a different candidate. We're just going to bring Trump in. He may not be perfect, but he'll get rid of this riffraff. Father God, we ask for your divine help and adjudication because the most high rule is in the kingdom of men. Give it to whomsoever he will. That's what it says in Daniel the book of Daniel, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for removing those people that have plans to steal, kill, and destroy, and especially waking up the people of the United States and every nation in Canada and in in different nations in Europe, Father God. They try to homogenize them. They're trying to bring in people from all over the place. Father God, to turn them into a giant blender and have people forget that, you know, the people in Holland are different from the people in Tanzania or whatever, Father God. Not that there's anything wrong with the people in Tanzania. There's nothing wrong with the people that like to grow tulips in Holland or whatever, Father God. But they want to have people forget who they were, where their parents came from, what the plans were. Why was the United States even founded? One nation under God for liberty and justice. Oh, liberty and justice. What a novel idea. Father God, we ask for your liberty and justice to be made available. And you wake up the body of Christ all over your earth, Father God. Yes, in China. Every nation, Father God, in Africa, thank you, Father God, for many, 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 many people standing up, Father God. Many, many people standing up. Even lawyers finally standing up, Father God, to say this is a bunch of nonsense. 
Father God, we thank you for exposing what's going on by the military-industrial complex and all the other complexes and the, uh, the entertainment industry is in bed with the pedophile industry, in bed with the, the corporations, in, be, in bed with the governments, not just federally, in, in not just the United States, but it, how about Ukraine? How about in Israel, Father God? Is Netanyahu the purest of driven snow? Does the only one to protect his people? Oh, why are those IDF people saying that there was a stand-down for whatever it was, seven or more hours, Father God, so all those people could parachute in, and that was portrayed on The Economist magazine, put out by the Rothschilds, in 2012. They had a little portrayal on the cover of The Economist magazine from 2012. They knew they were going to do this a long time ago, Father God. All these plans they're trying to expose. That's why they're trying to say, oh, there's solar flares could bring down the Internet. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They're trying to get people to believe that it's just a natural occurrence, Father God, Father God, when they're going to try and flip a little switch. Father God, we ask for your divine help and adjudication for every one of these areas the Patches Brain has just read through, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for doing so and delivering all those people, all those people, Father God, that are struggling. They actually think elections make a difference, Father God, whether it's New York State. Oh, I heard some podcaster from from uh, uh, New York State saying that uh, even in AOC's district in Brooklyn, a lot of the people are turning to Trump there. They were diehard Democrats, Father God. People there are turning to Trump. Well, I haven't seen that in some of my family members yet, but maybe that'll come by and by. Father God, we thank you, Father God, that you can change people's hearts, Father God, and not just the Republican-Democrat thing is, is just a smokescreen, Father God. It's all a uniparty. We ask, Father God, that you move on the hearts of the human beings that are still human beings and every nation to do what you want them to do because the Most High rules in the kingdom of men. They give it to whomsoever he will. You know how to put down. He said, when your name is near, your wondrous works declare. Where is that scripture? Oh, Psalm 75. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Psalm 75. 6 and 7. For promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. God is the judge. He putteth down one, he setteth up another. We ask for your divine help, Father God, not just in New York State, not just the United States, not just in Europe, Father God. And we thank you for the people at, in Europe questioning the WHO recently, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that there are some people, even in Europe, that are standing up for what doing what makes sense, Father God. Finally, Finally, people are not just going along with what they're told to. Maybe they're told to do by some other groups. I don't know. But you know everything, Lord. Our times are in your hands. So Satan, you remain bound, or your underlings remain bound. Every witchcraft for curse returnally sinful on the heads of the spirits of sense. And do those spirits intend to dust. Every spirit said to get killed, steal, and destroy. Trying to bring another quote-unquote pandemic. Trying to bring in, oh, the people have trouble breathing. Their children's only affecting their children in China. Uh-huh. We bind every spirit of ungodly fear, every mind-controlled spirit. Oh, run to the doctors. They're going to save your butt. No, they're not going to save your butt. They might want to give you a shot in your butt, but they're not going to save your butt. Father God, we thank you, Father God. There's only one name under heaven whereby we must be saved, and it's not Pfizer. There's only one name. Jesus, it means Savior. Father God, you sent Jesus in your name, and we thank you for doing so. And we thank you for saving us. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Shall be sozo, it says in the Greek. Saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole. We ask you to save, heal, deliver, and preserve, and make whole the body of Christ 
all over your earth, Lord. We thank you that you heard the prayers of the people that came over in the Mayflower. Maybe they weren't perfect either, but they made a Mayflower compact with you, and I know you always keep your promises. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he said it? Will he not do it? If they made a covenant with you, Lord, and some of those people, those pilgrims and people that came over, Father God, half of them died the first winter, Father God, but they didn't go back to England. They said, no, 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 we don't want to go back to a government-controlled religion. We want to have freedom to worship the living God the way we choose. And we thank you, Father God, for those different people that have suffered for the faith in every nation, not just in France, the Huguenots and the different ones, and those people, Father God, that have stood for the truth in the different nations all over your earth, Father God, even those in current times, Father God, in Jesus' name, that said, no, we don't have to go with the with the military-industrial complex and do everything they say? What about the people? The people demonstrating in the United States, they know there's some funny business going on over in Israel, Father God, when they're, they're wanting to kill, um, it's just Hamas, where the hostages being held, uh, mixed in with Hamas. Are you going to just kill the hostages? And they claim to be Jewish? Supposed to love your neighbors yourself? I don't think they've read the real book. I think they're going by some other book. I think they heard that, hey, we're God's chosen people. We can just murder everyone we want. Father God, isn't that kind of what they wanted to do to, to Paul when he didn't want to go along with them? And they had 40, was it 40 men that said, well, we're not going to eat or drink till we kill them. Oh, were they loving Paul? Had things changed? Father God, you know the hearts of every man. That's what you look at. You look at every one of our hearts. And how did you get a hold of Gideon? You got a hold of Gideon's heart. He, his knees were knocking. He didn't think he could do it. He had to go down with his armor bearer. But he went down, and what did he hear them say? Oh, there's nothing but the sword of the Lord of Gideon. And what did they do? Did they have big bazookas? Did they have real swords? No, no, no. What did they have? They had, they had a trumpet and a clay pot. What was in the clay pot? A little torch, a, a fluctual fire in, in the clay pot. And they broke the clay pot. So, Father God, some of us are getting to the point of feeling like we're going to be just broken. And what's going to come out of us? What's inside of us? What's inside of us? The living God. Light is sown for the righteous. He is a flame of our God. Our God is a consuming fire. So if we get broken, like some of these people who have been thrown in prison for the J6 nonsense, Father God, some of them are turning to the Lord big time. And we thank you for that light shining forth. We thank you for the people that are starting prayer meetings and people of different groups getting together. And people all over your earth are praying, Father God, according to Second Chronicles 7.14. And we thank you, Father, you're hearing. And not just the people in the J6 crowd, but all the people hearing all over the earth. And the people saying, no more war. They don't want to have the people. All those people, they were living in harmony. They were living in harmony before the Rothschilds came in and bought up Israel with the, the, the blessings of England, Father God. Now, back when England was that, uh, that great lion power, that, it's better to be a living dog than a dead lion. That, not that I'm against England, per se, but against the demonic spirits, just the, in the demonic spirits and in the, the district of corruption that they like to call the capital of the United States. It's a separate little country. It's a separate little thing like the Vatican and like, like uh, the, the city of London or whatever, controlled by the Rothschilds. Father, we bind every one of these spirits of corruption from all the banksters all over the earth that are trying to control people, trying to just make more money on the backs of other people. They've been sending the boys and girls to war for a long time from the United States to just make money, make money for their 
for, for themselves. Father God, what's money? It's all going to disappear anyway. The dollar's shaken and shaken, Father God, but that which will remain will remain. Heaven and earth's going to be shaken, but that which is going to remain, the rock of ages, Jesus Christ, he is our solid foundation, Father God. We thank you for that rock that followed the manna, Father God. And what came out of that rock? Living water. We thank you for pouring forth of your spirit afresh, Father God. You said, in the last days, I pour forth of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters will prophesy, and your old men will dream dreams, and young men will dream dreams.
gate, the authority. There's only one final authority. He's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He has all power in heaven and earth, as it says in Matthew 28, 18. 